Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is TDS first podcast he's ever done. Cheers, everybody. We are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. We're back all together again. Last week's was kind of a fake episode, but TJ Pinger, Ben Cock, Brendan Sinone, and our first ever three-time returning guest, um, Elliot Feinblum. Elliot, how you guys? How are you doing tonight? I don't care about these other guys. Doing good. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Of course. Thank you for hanging out. We appreciate it. Ben, Brendan, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh man, it was a good. So good. Did you, did you enjoy your? You enjoy your did midnight you not ask me because I'm Jewish. Happy Hanukkah, Elliot. Another holiday. I was gonna. Get, I was saving the best for last. There. I'm not gonna tell you who said this, but somebody actually asked me, um, "Do Jewish people celebrate Thanksgiving?" <laughs> I didn't. I didn't ask that. Did I? No, not you. Okay. And my response is: Do Christian people celebrate Flag Day? Right. Yeah. Also good. Also good. Do they? Um, I don't know. I'm not Christian. Yeah, how would he know that? <laughs> yeah. Um how how it's night two celebrating Hanukkah night two with us. So we appreciate eight, that. Um eight, how eight crazy is, your, is is your Hanukkah off to a nice start? How how are things going? Yeah, it's good. Just the quick lesson on Judaism for everyone. Uh, because it's so usually close to Christmas, people think it's a big holiday. It's actually like number three in the Jewish holiday lexicon. Mm. So it's it's not as big a holiday as some others. But I was, but it's I was, talking, so, I was talking with Josh today. Is Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur Rosh Hashanah, High Holy Days. I was talking with Newberg today, and he said that because it's so close to Thanksgiving, he was like, man, we just got up from the Thanksgiving table. I don't want all the food all over again. Like, yeah. I'll get, he's like, I'll get excited for it around day six or seven, but like, I just saw all these people. Like, I don't want to do it again. So, for, for, for Jewish people, some reason, the Hanukkah meal is almost identical to the Thanksgiving meal. I don't know why, but that's just what it is. Yeah. He was just we like, I just, I, just, I just ate all that. He's like, I just, it's, I'm not that excited for it. So, anyway. Um, we, I kind of expected Brendan to have us, you know, reviewing like a kosher rye or something like that, but you know, Brendan drops, Brendan drops the ball on every other, you know, possible situation in this podcast. So, uh, and I have a kosher rye. <laughs> I do uh, too. So do I. <laughs> so do we. So, you know, would have been perfect, but, uh, anyway, thanks Brendan. You're the best. That's Brendan I, for you. I, it was supposed to be Turkey month. <laughs> <laughs> um, Turkey's in the past. It's it's on Hanukkah. <laughs> we have uh, tonight. Oh, Brendan, how was your Thanksgiving? Ben answered for his. Did you have a good one? I did a turkey sound. Yeah, it was good. Very good. Th- thanks Brandon. for asking. <laughs> I just thanks, wanted to Brandon. make sure you were included. Um, we're going to do a King of the Hill, which we missed last week. We didn't miss it, but it was just Thanksgiving week, so we did something a little bit different. King of the Hill, round four, mm. Midwinter Night's Dram versus Bardstown the Prisoner. Ooh. We also have uh, some pursuits and purchases to get into. Ben went on some vacation. Um, 
did some hunting in the mountains of North Carolina. I follow us on social media. You've already kind of seen what he was able to come with away with there. But before we get into any of that, right, we're going to honor Elliot and his holiday. Even though it's not the highest, but number three, that's still higher than Brit. Okay, before we do this, Brendan, what? Oh my what are your God. top three top three holidays? Jewish holidays or no, just, just any holidays? <laughs> holiday. uh, Thanksgiving's probably number three. Really love Thanksgiving. Three. Uh, I love Thanksgiving. I love the food. Love the family You're dynamic. Uh, football involved in it. There's a little bit of a buildup. Number two, Christmas Eve. I love the buildup of Christmas Eve. Very magical evening. And okay. uh, what? What? And then, what? what? And then number, number one is Halloween. Halloween. Are you Eve. kidding me? Halloween, Halloween is number one. one. Oh my gosh, that is a garbage holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Using garbage holiday. All right, Ben, let's hear yours. Easily, number one, Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh. Thanksgiving. It's basically hanging out with all the people you want to hang out with and all of the food you want, but none of the awkward exchanging gifts. And some guy always goes big on gifts. It's like, you know, white elephant gift at the office. You know, Michael always gets some, there's always one guy that gets the iPod, you know. IPod mini. Ben's upset about somebody else spending a bunch of money because he's so cheap. Like, I'm, I'm just saying. Not I, mean, shocking. I, I hate gifts in general. Don't give me gifts. I hate gifts. Okay. Noted. No gifts okay. for you. So Thanksgiving. Hey, take back that mixer's tin you had for him, uh, Brendan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just put it away. Uh, Thanksgiving number one. Number two has got to be Christmas. I mean, come on. Christmas is great. You just shat all over Christmas just to put a number two. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand. I had Thanksgiving as three. He had it as one. That seems like in like the the, the fact that he chose Halloween is it shouldn't even be in the top five. Halloween is below Flag Day, just as a point of reference. We can Halloween tell you had a lot of fun with Halloween Jeez. parties in college, and, and then uh, New Year's Eve number one or number three. Yeah, New Year's Eve. New Year's yeah, is awful great. holiday. Oh my god. Oh no, it's great. I get the. Uh, the, the pork tenderloin, the collard greens, the black-eyed peas. You guys not do that meal? It's like yeah. the meal. Jewish. Oh, oh Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do the pork tenderloin, Elliot. You don't do that? I mean, that's part of it. <laughs> you know, the bacon and the collard greens and everything else? Yeah, everyone um, does that. <laughs> yeah, do my uh, John Travolta from uh, Pulp Fiction. Bacon tastes good. Pork chops taste good. <laughs> So, because we're honoring Elliot tonight, yes, I want to know what are your favorite drinks uh, during the holiday. Like, do you have a do you have like a during whether it be any kind of holiday, any kind of Jewish holiday that you celebrate? Are you going with? Are you going? Do you have something special, or do you just kind of like go for something rare? Or what's your what's your take? Uh, I mean, I'm the worst drink guy. We said I don't drink anything but straight bourbon. So I don't drink any mixed drinks. I don't drink any wine. I don't drink any beer. So, um, no, I go with just whatever I feel like. Um, Thanksgiving's the only one where, you know, you feel like you need to break out a turkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just for that purpose. But I'm, and I'm also a bad day drinker. So if any of these holidays, like usually my holidays are done by the time the sun sets. So. What do you mean by? I, I don't pour bourbon right. with my like two o'clock Thanksgiving meal. What? Yeah. What does bad day drinker mean? Like, do you do you, do you get a little? I've been arrested a few times. <laughs> 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 so quickly. 
<laughs> no, I'm kidding. I just it, it, <laughs> no. Arrested multiple been, times. I haven't oh, been arrested. I just it just wrecks me for later in the day. It's like, oh, that's I'm, why you need a nap, man. That midday yeah. nap Ooh, is nap. clutch with a day drinking. You know? I don't yeah. get up. No, if I take a nap at 3 p.m. and I've been drinking bourbon, I'm just that's it. Like mm. I'll see you at eight the next morning. I had to recover, man. Oh, and go. Well, that's what happens when you invite a 50-year-old guy on. It, you know, then you have the nap, and it throws off your sleep at night. You know, I mean, I, you know, I don't bounce back like I used to. <laughs> um, this is for all of us. Uh, are you familiar with? I, I know you don't listen, so. But are you familiar with on on the bench? Does a uh, does a segment called buy or sell? It's essentially buy or sell because Brendan's negative about everything. So anyway, I've just explained the entire premise. Um, all four of us, eggnog, buy or Sinone? Sinone. Buy. Eggnog is garbage. Buy. Evan Williams, eggnog's great. <laughs> Too sweet for me, Sinone. Mm, That's yeah, right. I'm buying it. I'll split us down the middle. I'll, I'll buy eggnog. But oh. Shocking that TJ loved the sweet drink. <laughs> you did too. No. I see yeah. your take. Um, number three, Brendan is an idiot. Oh, is this buy or Sinone, Brendan, as an idiot? Uh, yeah, I think we get into that and then, okay. Yeah. So, um, not buy. only did he ruin our show tonight. Uh, oh yeah. It's a four for four buy. Um, not only did he ruin our show tonight. Um, we've talked about this on the show a couple of times, but yes, you gave Brendan some bourbon a couple of weeks ago, some whiskey a few weeks ago and mm -hmm. in the press box, you gave me some too. I appreciate that a ton, but my Brandon didn't home, didn't it was pretty good. Uh, I really did. It was really nice. He like, appreciated he it enough to not even think about it. Uh, we've got some questions. First of all, what <laughs> were the whiskeys that he? Um, yes. That what he were the were? rarest whiskeys that are now in the trash? <laughs> none of them. None of them were, were rare. They're, this is what it was, and I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I won't bore everybody too much. But there was a sampling thing that somebody I know did where they sent you out a whole about ten samples. Wow. And they did an online sampling of all these 10 whiskeys. So I ended up with two sampling kits. I took the bourbons and rye because that's what I like. The rest were scotch. And I said, mm. I know a guy who likes scotch. So I went through and I saved these for about a month. And then I organized them all into one box and made wow. sure he knew what they all were. And I'm like, I'm going to bring these to Snow and I'll bring them in the press box. It'll be nice. It'll be a nice gesture. Mm-hmm. And now, apparently, um, whoever <laughs> is the last man out of the press box is enjoying those whiskeys. If we can find whoever has those whiskeys right now, I would oh, I would love to have them on. Goodness. It's got to be some guy who like went in there and like cleaned the press box that night. Yeah, so that like, oh, what are these? That's exactly what happened. <laughs> so so sure. Brendan said, hey, I have a serious question. So, I, your office is your office up near the press box? Is it like mm. in that same area or not really? No, it's around the front where in the front of the Moore Center. So it's like you know, it's about okay. 10 minutes, 10 minute walk. So when Brendan, know. when Brendan got back the next day, that's when he remembered and he was like, oh, and, and we were like, you should have gone up there to see if, if it was still there. Like you should have gone to see. And he was like, oh, I just figured like whoever was cleaning probably just already threw it away. It probably wasn't there anymore. What is your take there? Like, do you think that when he got back at noon the next day, or I'm sorry, on Monday, would no, it, it was the still, next day for no, it was Sunday because it was Sunday. recruiting? Yeah, would is there a chance that it would have still been there, or is is he pretty right? Like, it was gone. It's probably a good chance it's still there. 
We should go check and it Brendan out. Literally, we just refused to go and like even pull on the door handle. To it's check not it. like he's like, like he's like, like ah, I'm not gonna go back. What so what like was our easily... last what was our last home game? I mean, three weeks ago, Miami. Yeah, Miami. Okay. Miami. Yeah, Miami. So I guarantee you, when we go back to the press box next season to get it ready for whatever <laughs> our opener is, there'll be Miami flip cards in there and all sorts of stuff. So I, there's like probably a chance the box is still there. I was just too angry at him to walk 10 minutes to go look at the <laughs> Yes, yes, good. Can you unlock it for me to no, get no, up no. there and check? No, it's no, probably no. already unlocked. Yeah. Like, it's probably... No, do no, not. It's, well, it's supposed to be locked. Oh, we'll see. I, I really had a legit dilemma. So one when on Sunday when I realized it was happening, or that I'd forgotten that I'm stupid, I like my heart sank. Uh, so that was the first realization. It's like I walked all the way back without it, and there was that sensation of like walking to uh, back to the bench to realizing like, oh, I I don't have Elliot's very generous gift. And then yeah. I was like, I was like, should I even tell Elliot that I forgot it? Like I didn't I didn't have the heart to do it. And I was like, no, honesty is the best policy. Elliot was very upset, I felt like. It was hard to tell over text message, but two one-word responses did not make me feel very good about my good. faux pas. That's what, you, that's what you should have felt. Yeah. I was not upset. I don't. I didn't think it was done with any malice. He I wasn't just, mad. No, it was he free was just, scotch. Of course it was not malice. I'm, he wasn't I'm an mad. Idiot. He was just disappointed. So, <laughs> you know, just, Which is a hundred times worse than being mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well... We've gotten a lot of laughs out of it. So, um, all right. And the last thing, you know, I wouldn't, I don't want to blame Brendan after just blaming him for this, but um, <laughs> we're going to talk about the blue run rye cask string that you have. And Brendan led you to believe that we were reviewing tonight, which we're not because we don't have. But uh, talk to us about your thoughts on that, which I believe you just recently, did you just recently pick that up? Yeah, I did. Um, it's, it's the same dilemma with all bourbon these days. Like it's really good, but you know, it's 150 bucks. Yeah. Like, is it 150 bucks good? It's uh -huh. like, you almost can't judge anything by price these days. You can judge, I think low price bourbon because that doesn't adjust. The price doesn't change. You know, you can uh -huh. find a good value, but then when it's any good bourbon, it's like, I don't know. I, I almost don't want to caveat it on the price, but um, it's really nice. It's like, got that. You think it's going to be really spicy, and it's got that first hint of it, but then it's smooth. I guess because you know, the bourbon side is there, so it doesn't. It does. It's got a lot of that spicy element, but not so much. It's that when you taste it and you drink it, it doesn't get give you that same sense of when you're drinking a rye. So, I was really happy with it. There was a lot of people who called me um, a tater for buying it, but mm -hmm. um, but it's done by Jim Rutledge, you know. I mean, it's it's got if you want to use you know the high pollutant words province in the sense that it's from a good distillery, it's from a good blender, it's from you know good mm -hmm. people who are just putting in a really fancy bottle and charging a lot for it. Um, speaking of fancy, Brendan, did you have a thought on that? The blue run. I, I, Elliot and I have been talking about it because I've been like really contemplating on on buying a bottle of, and right now Sealbacks is doing like a blue run rye cask strength. I don't think it's the same exact one that Elliot got. It's like a holiday release, but it's a pretty cool bottle. Uh, it's just I just don't know whether it's worth it or not. If only there were a podcast, fellas, or a YouTube channel that deciphered uh, whether bourbon or rye was worth it and used a formula to determine as. I think yeah, maybe, I think maybe one day. I think we all are like that would be great for seventy five bucks, or that mm, would be yeah. yeah. You know? And it would be you know at one fifty one fifty is a high price bourbon. You know, 
there's definitely a lot of diminishing returns there. Like in my in my head, like you you break the three figure mark and it's like it better really blow my socks off. Like that ninety nine ninety five dollar like every every barrel bourbon that's like limited like that is going to be at that hundred dollar price point, and so it better be amazing at one fifty. Yeah, and then you get into like the Garrison Brothers stuff and and some of their just kind of standard uh, not standard but like and that's like that's like 90 bucks stuff. yeah it's and tough, then some man. of theirs is like 150 and then up to like 190 and i'm just like yeah really tough for me to spin that on i don't know I just well, i've never i it, it needs to if i'm buying 190 dollars worth like to me it needs to be three times better than that you know 65 dollar bottle i bought or whatever yeah. that math ends up being so but you, you think about the uh the wild turkey one you know, like that's, that's 200 bucks once you get your taxes and stuff out of it. So it'd be interesting to go the, the blue run versus the one, I mean, it's, it's a rye versus toasted bourbon. So it's not really the same, but price points were talking similar, know. but you know, yeah. there's almost every, uh, almost every bottle now is reaching a hundred. I mean, like we were talking before about the four row store picks. Those used to be $69. Now nice. you can't find them for under 95 at market yeah. retail, and then they're all yeah. just going secondary. Um, Jason No here commented, get, got two of the holiday releases from Sealbox that Brendan mentioned immediately buyer's remorse at $100, <laughs> so they better be good. I feel you. Like I, I, I mean, there, are, there are many things that I buy at $150, <laughs> and I say, like, mm, that was a smart part. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a lot of money to be blown on. Especially something that you're yeah. just gonna drink and say like, "Oh, I've had something better that's at 70. Yeah, all right. So and, and that you can't this... really try either, right? Like that's the thing that's not like readily that's available at bars or yeah. whatever. So you can't even like you go into it blind and based on other people's reviews, pretty much for the for these craft or I feel confident. I feel confident, Jason. You will not hate it. Whether you think it's worth 150, that'll be your own judgment. But I, I think it's the the one I I didn't have that one, but I was very happy with the bottle I had. If I just forget mm. about it price after i drink it so i want to say that um i want to say that i've seen it like secondary or like around 200 ish so just pretend that you made 50 dollars. like just oh, drink it go. drink it thinking like oh there's a 50 dollar bill in my pocket so maybe i think there's i think there's a lot of a lot of truth behind what elliot said though like he won't hate it there's a lot of 60 to 80 dollar bottles that i have disliked way more than bottles at 100 to 150 that i've bought and been like I don't like this. Like you're usually getting really great product at those price points. Have you guys um, ever had a hundred dollar bottle that you didn't like? I'll start with you, Ben. Like, have you ever had a hundred dollar bottle or? Uh, no, just because it's so in, <laughs> so few and far between. <laughs> That's true. You know, like what I buy like one a, one a year, but oh, uh, but, but I have had bottles that were close to that, and that I was like, we're gonna do the um, Bardstown later. I've had I, I don't remember which Bardstown it was, but I had a Bardstown. Maybe it was like the number three or something. And I just kind of thought like, yeah, I'm glad I didn't. The Discovery Series? Discovery Series 3? Wasn't it Johnny's? Yeah. I I was like, man, I'm glad I didn't spend the money on this. That was me pretty early on when we were doing. But it's not a bad product. It's just, it's a, it's a really well blended product. You know, where it sounds like how much they do. But here's Sam Houston 14. I spent like 120 on a year ago and uh, not not worth it. What about you, Elliot? What's like the, the buyer's remorse bottle for you? Well, I hate to say bars more because it was a gift, but I got one of those high-end fancy, my, I'm not going to say who. <laughs> Somebody was trying to buy me something really nice, and I appreciate it. So they went to Total Wine, and they bought 
a really expensive bottle of Garrison Brothers, and it was yeah, I think yeah, it was, exactly. it was around two hundred bucks, and it was Balmeray, probably disappointing. It was silver wax top. I can't remember which one it was. This silver was, wax. Balmeray That's isn't that the wax? single barrel? This oh, right. single barrel is hot. It's it's expensive. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Did and you leave it in a press box by any chance? It has to be really bad when you're given expensive bottle. And you're given it, and it's like, ah, I hate this thing. <laughs> I have buyer's remorse for them. <laughs> I have buyer's remorse for me receiving it for free. <laughs> I have receiver's remorse. <laughs> it's so um, bad. Something we did not. I want to transition this into pursuits and purchases, and I'm going to go first on this one because yes. uh, we weren't here last week to talk about it. Um, and I want to ask Elliot. I know Brendan's at it, but. Something that I did not have buyer's remorse on. Um, got in the vault two weeks ago. It wasn't a wine vault. Um, it was a good bourbon vault. And uh, I actually got a text from a buddy. Shout out Prav- uh, Pravar, my buddy in Jacksonville. Said, hey, check the vault. And I looked down, didn't have an email. And so I just got on a phone call like with my boss. <laughs> Literally my boss said, you know what I hate? Because it had just happened. She said, I hate when people are like, talking on instant messenger, like during a meeting, as soon as she finished saying that vault email come through and I'm like, crap, like I, I know that you just said this, but like, I gotta, I gotta buy this. So got into the vault. I, I just owned it. I just said like, Hey, I've got to respond to this. I know you just said that, but, um, ended up getting a William LaRue Weller 2020 edition. Oh. Oh. Ben and I had it last night. And let me just tell you, oh, it's, I know that there's a lot of like, oh, oh it's Buffalo Trace Antique. It's overhyped and, you know, oh, gosh, blah, 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 so blah, blah. Holy crap. It was one of the best whiskeys I've ever had in my life. Like Terrible. not even close. Like Easily. it was so good. And I've been even shared some of this. Well, he was like, here, try this. And I was like, oh, you're much nicer than I am. I'm glad my wife's pregnant, so I don't have to share. But, uh, yeah. you know, yes, it's the really most good. ridiculously really good. Right. It was so good. Uh, Elliot, have you had WLW? Are you a fan? Yeah, at MSRP, they're probably the best bourbons you can get. 120 bucks, 130 with tax. Yeah. Well, they, and you know, it was only a few years ago they were under 100. They were in the 90 range. But yeah, I mean, still, they're, you know, at MSRP, they're probably as best you can get. But I think the more interesting question is what life event would you not remove yourself from for a vault email? <laughs> like, I mean, seriously, you would. I mean, I would almost drop anything. Yeah, I was. Birth I was of your second child. You're probably out of there. You know, birth <laughs> of your second child. You're fine. First, you're staying in there. Second, uh, you know, you they have Wi-Fi in hospitals. They have Wi-Fi in hospitals. Like, you could just do it real quick on your phone. Even if Elliot, you're, right, even if, if, even if it's your firstborn, and while it's happening, you're still sitting there, and you're like, shit, I wonder what's in the ball. <laughs> you gotta do I it. I knew what was in the ball. Imagine. Oh my gosh, yeah. imagine getting that email during the birth of your firstborn and opening it up and like knowing you're going to like fight about it later, right? Like, okay, I'm just going to own this fight and it being a wine invite. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, dang gosh. it. I just worth. risked it all for this. But That's what about, you like, just run out and be like, I really have to go to the bathroom. I'm sorry, honey. I will be sorry. Right I know back. you're doing something right now. Yeah. <laughs> Are you leaving a job interview if the vault email pings? Whew. Oh, it depends on if I'm getting Lincoln Riley money or not, because <laughs> <laughs> then I'll just buy it at secondary. So I, I got the vault uh, about a month ago, and I ended up it wasn't as great as 
TJ's, but I got Michter's, uh, Rye, uh, barrel strength, cast strength. I was at football practice when I got the email, Elliot. So I was supposed oh, to be working. That's a no-brainer. But I didn't have my wallet with me to, to put on. it into this. So I had to borrow Chris Knee's credit card. <laughs> Do you not have like your – I did, but I got a new credit card like three Amateur weeks before. Hour. So I wasn't – That's the first thing yeah, I have. Whatever. That's the first thing I fix is my, yeah. my vault uh, card. Yeah, oh, my last vault was, was not good. It was uh, – I mean, it was a Weller 12, but not, you know, yeah. hoping for better from the vault. And Brendan, the trick, I don't want to share the trick with all the listeners because that would hurt our vault chances, but the trick you taught me no longer is working, technically. Dang it, Brendan. Wait, so was that the tier system trick or the or the loaded up with a bunch of purchases before? Because there's two different ones. I don't know if either of them were 100% legit or this not. This is the text message trick. Oh, the email that get to... Yeah, so I had Elliot. I taught him how to get emails forwarded to his uh, text message, and yeah, that can be a little wonky sometimes. The ABC ones for me will come by like, like Joe Decanus will be like, "Oh, I just got this crappy ABC deal," and like six hours later, I'll get the same email. So right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the texts are now getting rejected. So now I'm not uh, getting oh, my man. immediate. Uh, sorry, I just got the uh, ESPN alert. Oh. Um, oh. No, it was a vault. No, no, the worst part now is probably it drops. Uh, this, I would definitely leave this for a vault email. That's <laughs> oh, so would it. I. I wouldn't even think about it. I'd do it live right on the, the air. Session, right? <laughs> no, oh. the worst part is now ABC because it's the holidays is sending emails every couple days. All the time. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. other day. You know, Logo, and it's bullet, like it'll be. Urban. And it's always like they always get you with one of those like catch words or whatever like exclusive holiday drink recipes and i'm just like nobody like no i know how to make eggnog like you sprinkled cinnamon on top of it like relax so but anyway, i accidentally yeah. subscribed to abc the tv network as well uh and so i get like dancing with the stars updates as well but you can never be too careful Why? with vault updates why? i just want to have all i want to have all my boxes reason, checked reason behind give me the reason why you subscribe to any for a while, abc like, channel it's like why is abc the vault like are they doing like watch parties for dancing with the stars it didn't Stop. make a lot of sense no what a is just waiting for that text alert to come through that uh desperate housewives has been returned to ABC. he's like <laughs> terry hatcher what up <laughs> say i ain't gonna miss that <laughs> so the william larue Beller, uh brennan quick thoughts on wlw i know you have some too you, I, you oh, have a sample here that i haven't cracked yet, kind of yeah yeah you should uh, do them head to head and also like so, put a yeah. pappy in there and see what the better uh weeder is right yeah <laughs> which is your of the ones you've tried which is your favorite um the stag and the william larue Weller are definitely the top two of the antique for me yeah um the handy was was good um but i didn't think it was it's neat. definitely a tear down i think yeah and then the eagle rare um was is last it wasn't bad by any means but lower proof really really oak heavy and i've never had the sazerac which i i love baby sazerac so that's the yeah. one that, i mean obviously it also being the fifth one that i haven't had like the last one i've had of course i want to try it but um, saz is the hardest to find i've never been able to get a saz i've told brennan this before really? um yeah and there was a period of time it was the hardest to find because there was a, a batch that was just supposedly insane and they they um 
they vatted it and they used it for like four years. Four different releases all came from the same batch. Wow. But um, that's not around anymore. But still, even with that, I've never been able to land a Saz. I've got all, I've had all four others, but not Saz. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know if y'all get taken too. Every year they put out the, um, the bottle of the, not Buffalo Trace, but somebody on social puts out the bottle of the uh, Elmer T. Lee Buffalo Trace Antique Collection bottle. Hmm. So every year people think that's actually happening, but apparently <laughs> just one never, of those fun internet comes things. Through. I, um, yeah, so that's as I, and it's the kind of thing where now that I've had the other four, like I'd even try it at a bar, like I'd even overpay like 50, 60, 70, like whatever I have to pay for a pour of it just to say that I've had the fifth one. Ben, ben found that offensive. Seventy dollars. Jesus, maybe not seventy. So but you say like fifty, and then if it's like sixty-one, are you gonna are you gonna have to do it for eleven dollars? Yes. Right? Yes. Like it's not eleven dollars. It's sixty-one dollars. Dollars. Not eleven dollars. And the other thing too is there are different releases every year. Obviously, especially with stag, you get different proofs every year. You know. Yeah. The stag always le- wins for me just because it's insane how high proof it is and how smooth it is. For smooth it is for the proof. for sure. The Weller though was yeah. 134 proof and drank like yeah 100 proof. It was the, it blew me away. It, it blew the, me away how good that was. The nose on it is guy. exquisite. It's one of the best noses hands down. It's really good. Nose down. I would oh, contend boy. that That's the terrible. that the the stag juniors are. The recent ones that have come out are punching with the daddy stags, the George two stags. I mean, I think that that st- we did the stag next to the oh. stag junior, and from what I could tell or see or taste or whatever was everything about the stag junior. The the George two stag was just a smoother, crisper, better Rounds version it out. of that. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the stag was just a lot sharper, a little tougher on that side. Um, all right, I was going on. Stag Stag juniors were really hot. They used to be, but they yeah, the the last two yeah. or three years they've kind of figured out whatever the I've, super formula is. So I've only Ben and I both had a bottle of the batch fourteen. I've got a bottle bottle of the batch fifteen on its way. So I'm excited Ooh. to uh, to be able to try that. I haven't had the batch fifteen yet. Um, purchase and purchases. Ben, talk to us about your trip to North Carolina. Oh uh, yes. And we'll get People, into Brendan. When we were going up there, I was convinced that it's going to be the wasteland of, you know, of all bourbon. Controlled state, nothing's available. Everyone talked crap about it. But that being said, I uh, I was able to walk into a store and grab this off the shelf. How about uh, Midwinter's? Nice dram on the shelf. Like just hanging out, doing nothing. Okay, not a problem. And so I went to another store and I grabbed a... Victor's barrel strength ride, <laughs> just hanging out on the shelf, saying what's up. And I was like, okay, like these people have no idea what they're either. People don't understand what they're looking for, or I'm just outrageously lucky. Then the next day, I walked in. And Let's tell I the grabbed, people you were you were in the middle of nowhere, North Carolina, like in middle the middle of the mountains. Nowhere. So uh, maybe less west, people, maybe less people searching there. This is the how? west side of the state. No one's there, but the little town had a liquor store, and so I would go every other day just to see what they got everyone told me like they were like super cordial about it like oh yeah we get a new delivery on tuesday and i was like okay i'll see you tuesday morning you know not a big deal and then while i was like on my way out of town i stopped in and they had this bottle of um booker's batch four this is the uh no strangers batch it just came out 
and it's 100 and 140, no, 126 proof or something. So, but it's all MSRP. I don't have to worry about stores, you know, jacking up prices or anything like that. It's just whatever MSRP is, that's what it is. I love that. And people were like crapping on controlled states. Nope. I want to move to controlled state. It's great. <laughs> this was all the same store, Ben? Uh, two. So the Michter's Barrel or Toasted or Michter's Barrel Strike Rye and the Booker's. And then I also got a 1792 12 year. That's a TJ's house right now, but 1792 12 year. Those were all from the same store, just on their allocated shelf. Like whatever they got in that was allocated, they just put it on a shelf. And I just I, bought I, it. I do assume that most of our listeners and followers live in the more populated areas of North Carolina, like Raleigh and Charlotte and places where that stuff probably goes. That's faster. really it. For, that's really it for North Carolina. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying to think of more cities. I was like, oh, that was Greensboro. I got both of them. Um, so I would assume that that's really why the it's harder to find out there where you're, you know, you're in the mountains and all they drink is moonshine over there. So not to judge anybody in the mountains. I, but. I described that as an epic haul when I was telling Elliot about Ben's Hall. And epic, I think, for it's a Elliot. Great hall. It is great, but would, Elliot, would you define that as epic because you have a different context as a, a long-term bourbon hunter compared to us who are you know, four or five years into it? What was the bottle? There wasn't a bottle in the pick you sent me that made me upgrade it. You said he also got this. It was a Midwinter Night Dram that yeah, was yeah. added. Yeah, afterwards. no, I think that that's a very good haul. I don't, I wouldn't, not epic. That's going for like that's like three stores. Like I had to do anything. They were just no, there. It was so <laughs> stupid. It's not. It's a great haul. It is. You know. But you know what? That's a good question. What would take it from good, great to epic in this day? I, I know what would take it to epic. This. This would take <laughs> it to epic. <laughs> this would. Uh, I would dump all of Ben's bottles out. So what do we got there? The High West is that the. Um, What's what is that? The son of son yeah, of that's, Son of Bourbon. Yes, that was a mess. Sorry, the four the E.H. Taylor. Yeah, Court Hero. Those were big. The two one that you can't see in the boxes. Those are the Wild Turkey, thirteen years. Those were in Perry on a shelf, and they didn't even know what to charge me for them. Perry's awful now. When I go there, Perry, Florida. Oh my oh gosh, in middle freaking nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that single barrel, that thing was, I can't remember, that was like a 90s single barrel sitting on a shelf in a St. Pete store. Um, and that was 2015. And that was from wow. the 90s. So, yeah. And I think the other ones came from ABC, uh, the, the the Weller 12s. Before they had a vault program, I would assume. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. 2015, Elliot said. So you can't find Dusties anymore, right? Like I found a Dusty back in like maybe 2017, 2018 yeah. of a Colonel E.H. Taylor single barrel at Elliot. You know the place? It's going up to Havana. It's a little package store on Monroe and Capital Circle mm-hmm. on the right by Lake Jackson. I found yeah. a bottle of that for like 55, 60 bucks. I didn't know what they had. And I got this was again years ago. Um, but that was one of the last times I found like a, a quote unquote dusty, like something that had been there for multiple years that, that hadn't been picked up yet. People find them apparently. I mean, I think it's, you know, it's really rare now, but you know, there was a time when, you know, that's people, they made it their job to just transfer. I mean, I knew I met a guy who that was, he was great. I mean, he got me so many dusties just 
trade with me. When I first met him, I met him at a Walmart parking lot. So I only met him through Facebook, and I didn't know if it was an abduction scene or what. <laughs> my wife was in a separate car keeping an eye out just to just make sure that, yeah, that I didn't get abducted. But then that, this guy, yeah, I mean, he plots it out, you know. And he what he does is he pulls the records on the shop to make sure they've been opened a certain amount of years or he won't stop in. I mean, he's not stopping oh. before that opened in 20, you know, 10. It's got to be their records. So that's there's some people who are dedicated. I mean, this guy, he went on a thing where he found, I mean, like a hundred bottles of the old Eagle Rare um, before, you know, they changed their bottles and everything. I mean, he was, that was kind of his wow. obsession. Yeah. He, he used to give me some really good stuff. I'd used to get him, uh, he was a Clemson fan. So I'd get my, uh, yeah, I'd get my comp tickets, and he'd come up and meet me at the hotel. I'd give him his four Clemson tickets, and he'd drop so much. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's a heck of a trade. Oh. It was unbelievable. Then I had well, to get him back on the charter plane, which, you know, just shove him in the suitcase. Yeah. You know, worry about it. But, <laughs> Good thing he yeah, just like no. him in the press box. But yeah, no, there's there's people like I said, they that's they're they're dedicated. I never heard anyone say they check the the age of the liquor store before. They won't even stop at the ones that are new. Wow. It's impressive. Waste of time. I'm convinced that you'll be able to find plenty of Blanton's Dusties in the next, you know, five years. Cause I walk into every local, like every small liquor shop has one Blanton's on the shelf for like $190. Yeah, I was gonna say, and that'll never get bought. So if you want a five-year-old Blanton's, just wait a couple of years and go into that store. It'll still be sitting there because no one's freaking buying that thing. So yeah, what so what is the bottle that you could realistically think you could find MSRP that would make it an epic find? So I walked into a Costco about a year and a half ago, and I grabbed um, a Thomas H. Handy at MSRP. Actually, less than MSRP. It was like $89, something like that, and grabbed one of those. And that was, that was pretty epic. That was an epic. That's epic. But it's yeah. Costco, though. It it's is Costco. Costco. But Costco Brendan is knows, epic. Yeah, Brendan knows my wife got me, uh, what, she got me a, a Weller or a stag? It was a George T. Stag, and yeah, Costco stag. really boned me over on that one. <laughs> Costco and Kevin, you're dead to me. You hear that, Kevin? Dead to me. I, uh, I, I think the only, like, I could see maybe walking in somewhere and finding – an E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof, which would be kind of an epic grab these days. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's possible, although I haven't seen one in forever anywhere. I mean, you don't see any E.H. Taylor anywhere anyway, but maybe. My, my idea of something epic would be finding something mispriced. We talk about, you know, your your small batch limited edition that was within the small batches. Like, I would love to find – you walk into a Walmart, and their E.H. Taylors are going to have the same – it's the same tube <laughs> – like, there's no one that's working at Walmart that's going to be like, oh yeah, that's a that's a barrel proof versus the small batch. Like they just wouldn't. Like, I feel like they would go under the radar. So to me, walking in and finding something mispriced because it's labeled incorrectly or misskewed, that would be epic for me. I found that like not this one. I found Midwinter Night Dram for like a hundred and ten bucks. So not too much over MSRP. Yeah. Uh, up in almost Canada, like like uh like Placid, New York a couple years ago. So I mean that's allocated ish, right? So I don't know. Yeah, it's tough to find them now. Anything yeah. super super substance. Everyone knows what they've got. I feel like all the Stop shop owners know. 
Uh, Brendan, you splurged a little bit. I did. Season purchases. I did. I've I've waited a couple weeks to buy stuff, so I went down to the St. Pete, Tampa area for uh, for Thanksgiving and that week leading up to it. And the one thing I saw, I went to Lucan's. I wasn't able to do a ton of hunting, but I did go to Lucan's, and I saw a bottle that I've been wanting for a while. Elliot's actually talked me off of it a little bit, so I I saw it there and it was fifty dollars. I was like, eh, I don't know. I said no to it at the time. It was WB Saffle from uh, from Wild Turkey, which you know Wild Turkey Month. I like the bottle. It's a little. It's a fifty dollar bottle for uh, uh, what's it point uh, 0.375. Um, so it's a half a bottle. So it's about a hundred dollars if you're paying for a full price of it. Um, but I said no to it then, right? And I was like, I don't know. And then like I did have the opposite of buyer's remorse. Like as I went like left the area and went to Gainesville to cover the UF game. So I had. I thought about it. I was like, I wish I had. Like, it's something I wanted for a while. It's the bottle that I ordered uh, a, about a year ago, and it got broke in the mail, and I had to kind of eat the the price on it. So it's been something I've been wanting. I stopped in a one liquor store in Gainesville, Spring Hill Liquors, which is just north of, of the city by Santa Fe Community College. They always have a good selection there of scotch and a bourbon, usually relatively good price, and they had the WB Saffle there. So I got it. I want to try it. It's a cool little bottle. I'll probably use it as an infinity bottle when I'm done with it. It's wild turkey juice at 107 proof. Uh, how bad can it be, right? Also, while I was there, I got $100. No, it's $50, but it's like, oh, P. Diddy. <laughs> so if uh, if TJ knows I've been looking for this for a little while, it's High West American Prairie Bourbon finished in peated whiskey now i looked for it in the tampa area which is where tj has seen some of the releases they didn't have any in lucan's in the other store i stopped in they did have one at uh the same store in uh gainesville but this was one from someone who was like in the gainesville area so it wasn't that store but i guess it was your whiskey society jigs patel has a store called jigs and yeah, yeah here's a oh, little one i texted you the one i texted yeah. you, I thought you said, what's, that, what's that store in gainesville and i was like jigs and you were like no, no. that's not it and I was like, it's definitely I'm that sure store. That's it. It so you found what you were looking for there. But it cool. wasn't it. It was his selection, his single barrel that was just sold at another store. And so, oh, yeah, the north side in that public anchor oh. shopping center. Yeah. So save the day. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm happy with that. I splurged a little bit this week. That was it. All right. So we need to jump into our King of the Hill. Yes. Which, unfortunately, because Brendan screwed us up, Elliot cannot be a part of because he doesn't have the samples. But if Brendan was a better friend or a better Sorry, whiskey Elliot. recipient, um, you could have this. Brendan, what are we? What's going up against Midwinter Night's Dream? We took a week off last week. What do we got going on today? Elliot, you just want to sit here and watch us do this and be jealous of what we're sampling? Are you cool with that? I might yes. make a witty remark if I feel it come upon me. Yes. That's what we're here for, witty remarks. So this is round four of King of the Hill. The one we did two weeks ago, which was round four, that my neighbor Pat gave us, that Blade Rummer, that doesn't Sucked. count. Pat, I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. Also, <laughs> here, Pat is so distraught by what's happened. In the last two weeks, he has put his house up for sale and sold it. I'm not kidding you. I don't think it was because of the Blade Rummer. Un- he could have just said unsubscribe. I, sent what, Pat I would have back. appreciated that better. As a friend, as a neighbor, I sent Pat back after the yeah. Blade Rummer. So, so we are this recalibrating is not be close either. round four. Uh, really? So Ooh. The cont- yeah, the contender, uh, as yeah. we're now in round four, a midwinter night dram uh, by uh, High West Distillery. Uh, yes. It's a rye finish in port. We don't have to keep going over it. We know what it is. Uh, but it, it's done well to get to this point. Tectonics, cast strength, maple syrup a few weeks ago uh, great. finished uh, great. great. That gave it a run for its money. 
So yeah. here we are for round four. The challenger, Ben, uh, your buddy, who is it, Jake, provided? Jake. Jake. Shout out, Jake. Shout out, Jake. Jake, you're no longer dead to me because you provided me with a expensive finished whiskey. So thank you, Jake. So it's Bardstown mm -hmm. the Prisoner. Bardstown does uh, some of their own distilling, but they do a lot of blending right now. So this yeah. is a straight bourbon finished in Prisoner Wine French Oak barrels. Uh, the bourbon is from an undisclosed distillery in Tennessee, which probably Dickel, right? I think that would probably be safe to say. It's unknowable, Brendan. No one knows. It's undisclosed, but we're going to guess. Uh, proof at 100, age 9 years. The mash bill, 84% corn, 8% rye, 8% malted barley. And the MSRP, you can get it at some ABCs at $142. Uh, looks Woo! like... A little bit cheap, closer to 200 cheap. So, yeah, this is finally one that is in a similar price range, if not more, than a Midwinter Night Dram. This definitely trades on the secondary market for more MSRP. And if you can find it at MSRP, then I, I guess it's good. You know. So, Elliot's not disappointed, I, I think, because he's not part of this because he hates finished bourbons. Uh, so... Good choice. Good choice, Elliot. Yeah. Don't, don't hate, just don't understand. <laughs> That's very... Very, um, do you, you know, wait, we talked w. about, we talked about this, but you hate, not hate, you don't understand <laughs> when it's finished in like wine and orange curacao and everything else. But what about when it's finished in another, like just a, like a, a toasted barrel or just like a double ogre? Like, do you not like those either? Or are those? No, no, that's more fine. Acceptable? Okay. I'm oh, acceptable. That's, fine. that's the one. Very good. I just, just don't want to mix. Sure. I just don't want to mix my wine and my orange curacao with my bourbon. Sounds amazing. Um, so shout out Star Liquor. Jake got an MSRP there. Jake, thanks for tuning in and hanging out. Thanks for the whiskey as well. All right. What do we got on the nose here? Because we've the, talked about this week after week after week. That midwinter nose is amazing. Sugar plums. Sugar plums. Sugar plums. Sad that anything has to go up against it because it's but probably the best though, nose we've ever had. I get a lot of like, mine's more cherry. Cherry and musty. Like a... Musty. That's a yeah, good way to something. <laughs> Like it's, it has like some it's kind of like feet. It's very musty. Not I love feet, <laughs> but like it has like an old characteristic. There is a no. There is a dusty. Am I being crazy with that? No, it's it's, it it's so first. It's super fruit forward. So I'm with Ben there. I got more mm -hmm. berries than cherry, but you know, I agree mm -hmm. to disagree. It's it's a fruit forward, yeah. which is the wine influence, right? But yeah, there's this funky. Either like Musty, a dusty corn or like dust, a like an old dust. book kind of yeah yeah to me it it's like a so like a dry red wine with like it's like a stringent and it like kind of dry your mouth out and that's what I'm getting from the prisoner it's a little drier uh, than the richness of the midwinters yeah the midwinters is definitely sweeter. As well, more vibrant. Oh, I get yeah. a little bit of brown sugar with the prisoner, but it the depth of Midwinter Night Dram. There's it's more drama and it's sweeter and yeah, Midwinter Night Dram nose to me is better. I've been nosing it for a while, but I, Midwinter Night Dram is superior in my opinion. I I'm kind of liking the the prisoner because of the cherry and the like the darker notes as opposed to like the full sweet. I like the little things a little less sweet, but yeah. Are you have you tasted it? Yeah, and it, it goes back to that drying uh, tannin mm -hmm. notes. Those those really come through, in my opinion, on the 
on the whiskey. Whereas the, to me, the midwinters can almost get palate overwhelming. It's how sweet it is. Like it is so sweet and so, so full that what are you going to drink? You can't drink more than like an ounce and a half. Oh, it's too rich and beautiful. It's outrageously yeah, nice, it's, you know? it's sweet and decadent and lovely and so decadent. beautiful and just perfect. You just can only take so much of that. It's like oh. it's why my it's why my wife can only handle me in small doses. Yeah, when you're around something that great, it's really tough. Elliot, uh, you have a midwinter yeah, nitram. Not with me here, Elliot. Come on, like you know, it's, it's overly Elliot, sweet. You it like midwinter nitram, correct? Like as far as finished stuff, you're you're a semi fan at least. Yeah, I do. Um, I I gotta confess, I haven't had a porn in a while, so mm -hmm. I probably need to go back and and revisit. Should do that right now. Yeah, no, that would, as we talked earlier, that would be my third pour of the night that I've only made through about three sips of each. Sounds um, like a Monday to me, <laughs> but yeah, you guys go ahead. But yeah, I, the office tomorrow. <laughs> my 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 recollection is I did like uh, the midwinter's night dream. It's so good. good, don't get me wrong, it's great. Good. It's great, it, it is great, don't get me wrong, it's great. But it can be a bit overwhelming. Just saying. It, it is intense, and when you compare it, would notice with like the Blade Runner, uh, it is so yeah. distinct in its flavor profile that it could almost be kind of like when you compare it next to something else, a little disarming in a way, if that makes sense, because it is so unique and rich and complex, which is great. Right. It's not a mixing. It's not one that you're going to, you're going to enjoy midwinter night dram that evening. And that's it. When you start mixing it with other stuff, it can get. Oh yeah. Funky. Your palate will be crushed. If yes. you went to anything else. So this Are prisoner we... reminds me of wild berry pop tarts. Remember those when they first came out, you guys aren't. I remember them. I don't know if I ate them. But uh, I remember like the, them. The purple, purple frosting. The purple yes. and, the, yeah. and the blue. Yes, yes. exactly. That's what Elliot, Elliot had those growing up. Those are, oh. those are big. Whoa, old joke. <laughs> he had those? Come on, everyone had them. What a dick, Ben. What a dick. <laughs> yeah, that was really well played and soulless. Um, that was great. Got I, came from, the show the I came from a non-Pop-Tart home. I was... Uh, <laughs> Non pop tart. Do, people, do Jewish people eat pop tarts? <laughs> do, do Christians? Do you celebrate pop tarts? I think all three of us were trying to figure out whether to make the joke or not, and then TJ went for it. So yeah. Uh, do, do people actually eat those pop tarts with no frosting? No, oh, that's apple psychotic. Salmon? Apple salmon oh ones? yeah, serial killers do. <laughs> when you're younger, you think you could do pop tarts like. It's okay to do it not toasted, but as you get a little older, one, it's tough to go to Pop Tarts like in your 30s. The sweetness is is a okay. little overwhelming. There are no, there are they two, need to be toasted now. There Absolutely. are two Pop Tart flavors. There is the original s'mores. strawberry, strawberry, of course, and s'mores. Like s'mores. Those are the only two. Blueberry and s'mores. Blueberry, blueberry? blueberry. That's garbage. That is a garbage Pop Tart. No blueberry. What are you drinking? Strawberry. In s'mores, oh those are the only two goodness. that need to be existing. I'm ever. putting on Twitter while you guys are doing this. Keep, keep tell Twitter's wrong. If, if Twitter You're gonna get votes against me, your own thing, the they're going to snoon you. Um, yeah, no, I want are, are we voting? Are we voting on this? Uh, Brendan, yeah, let's vote. Let's vote. The, the prisoner is very nice, uh, it's not as good a quality across the board as a midwinter night dram. And I don't, I don't think it's particularly close. And, and again. We're talking about a great borderline elite whiskey versus a very good one. Uh, so yeah, I'm going midwinter night dram, and I 
I don't think this was a particularly close round four. Ben. Sorry, Jake. I was going for you. We can tell. It's good. It's, I don't want Jake to feel bad. Yeah, it's been winners. It's been winners. Oh, it's been winners. <laughs> well, just for that, I'm going to take the prisoner, Jake. You're oh my God. Just love, your... <laughs> love your sample. Um, yeah, I think it blows it away. Honestly, it's not even close. Um, now, no. I think the midwinners is better. I, but this would do very well. If we rated this, it would get a good score. The midwinners yeah. is just elite. Sorry, Elliot, I cut you off. So does the if it was 2-2, two, two, what would happen? Oh, well, thank God we don't have to worry about that. I love it. Elliot, throw it in there. Ooh, I Elliot, think... which one do you like? <laughs> which one I would go to drink it neither. Which one do you prefer? From the reviews I heard, I'm going prisoner. Just yeah, baby, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> it's tied. It's all tied. Tied it up. Ellie, we got to um, get you. I'll get you a sample of the maple syrup one we did two weeks ago. It's at cask strength, so that kind of undercuts the sweetness uh, of the maple syrup. It is excellent. I know that's not your cup of tea, but I do think you would enjoy it. We'll get you a sample. To to break the tie, Jake says, I did this side by side while watching oh, Midwinter Night Dream wins. Is that close? <laughs> yeah! Ben was over here bending over backwards to kiss I know. I was like, man. Jake's just like, so yeah, Midwinter is better. Like, it's okay. Dang it, Jake. Uh, shout out Jake's Jason and Jennifer who watched this show as a married couple. I don't know. You guys Chocolate are my heroes. Blueberry. Uh, Chocolate fudge. The wild berry's good. He's right. No. And then Jennifer's with uh, Brendan here saying the blueberry is really good. <sighs> Jennifer. I disagree not, wholeheartedly, not Jennifer, because I don't want you voting that um, in Brendan's poll that he's going to get crucified for. Um, <laughs> it can go so hard. I'm not going to go after our, our listeners. <laughs> I got blueberry, strawberry, s'more, wild berry, and they can decide between those four. We'll see. Yeah. Um, what s'mores, are we? Uh, what's the next round in? Uh, Ooh, the, King of the Hill. Finish. No, so none have made it. None of the contenders. So 1920 didn't make it this far. Wild Turkey Rare Breed. Rye did not make it this far. So this is uncharted territory. We haven't seen a round five. Um, or tasted are, one. Or tasted one. There are I two options. Do... Yes. There, there is, we can either do the High West Yippie Kaye, which Yes. Is Discontinued. Discontinued. Impossible to get now. It yes. can be more expensive. It's a similar product, but it's finished in... Vermouth. Ah, vermouth. vermouth. as opposed to port, yeah. Or... Yep. What's the next or option? That could be a bonus. Or the one we initially wanted to go with was Mick. This is going to be right up TJ's alley. Mictor's Toasted Barrel Rye at Barrel Strength. No, um, got, no, yeah. that's garbage. That's garbage. I want to go Yippee. I want to go Yippee versus well, Midwinners. Here's and we're going to do both of them unless it loses the one. But I say we Guys, do the I say we do the Midwinners uh, versus the Yippee because yeah. I, I think the mixtures is going to beat it. Being the barrel strength, I think that that one's going to win. It may be a toughie. This this so. needs to end. Look how much this is all I, I haven't drinking this midwinter night dram under other when other than with yeah, you guys. Good whiskey yeah. is to be good whiskey is to be drank. So, we'll do yeah. Yippie Kaye next week. Uh Yippie man. One. Oh man, I can't wait. High West versus High West. Top dog, baby. Elliot, have you um I know you probably get a billion of these, but have you gotten a chance to break in any of the samples that I gave you uh that you hopefully did not leave in the press did box? Did you leave any of he the left them in the he left them in the press I box? I will cry. Not really, because they were just <laughs> Yeah. I have. Um, but you have to remind me. So there was a peerless rye store pick that I like a lot. Um pretty high proof. There was the light whiskey, which is like 140 proof. That was Oh, you gave him the high the light whiskey. That's good. I gave him the light whiskey. 
and then there was one more. I kind of forget what it is now. Uh, Brendan, I told you. Oh, it was a maker's pick. There was a maker's cask strength. I, or oh, like yeah, a maker's, I tried the maker's uh, stave. Yep, I tried uh -oh. the maker's. That's yeah. I like. I'm. I'm really. Uh, I'm never. I'm, I think we talked about this before. I don't like. Not don't like. I've never been a big maker's fan, but I love these stave picks. They are stave picks always are amazing. amazing. You can never so have a bad good. one. They're By the just way, so yeah. freaking good. I just there's one, one up at ABC from South Florida that they uh, South Florida's ABC, so they have two different uh, ABC picks right now. If you're interested. which which ABC? Uh, which one did I go today? Uh, Thomasville by Midtown, Midtown Thomasville. Okay. They had two today. I checked. Yeah. That was one of the bottles I got this past week. It was like a ten chocolate stave one that they said they don't think they've ever heard makers doing that. I haven't broke it open yet, but I got that. Um, but yeah, I, I did try the makers and I liked it. I don't think yeah. I've hit the other two yet. Um, pretty great. We uh we love that Peerless. In fact, we just did a rapid review of the of this year's Peerless. We like that a lot. And then that um that light whiskey is that it's at Obtanium. It's a store pick down here in Tampa. Um, it's 140 proof, so I mean it's it's big, but it Has drinks a, drinks a little lighter. It reminds us of like um like almost like a custard. Like a banana custard, creme brulee, creme brulee, very creamy. Mm. It's very good. So two of my those out. two of my favorite pours I've had, and you know that's not two of like top five, but two of my memorable ones are both light whiskeys. I really kind of dig light whiskeys. I like so too. I need to try it. Ooh, get him a sample. High West is coming out with light whiskey, which is not at a high proof, and I'm kind of concerned that that's going to be weird, but we'll see. I like High West products, so. Big High West fan. Um, gentlemen, any closing thoughts tonight before we get out of here? Brandon? Real quick, uh, Coors is apparently doing a whiskey, uh, which is sourced through four different states, Colorado being one of them. And I think they're actually doing it right, fellas. Like, they're, they're, there's a wheat mash bill. There's I'm a pork known wheat this. mash bill. Is, this, is that what we're deciding? Buy or Sinone? Yeah, sure. I, I synoned. I synoned the Coors or whiskey. There's also a Thanksgiving infused bourbon that I saw on the market where they like take <laughs> turkey and they like synon again. Oh, never mind. Get out of here. Never mind. This Elliot, Elliot, what did you have to say? Because Ben's dead to me. Excellent. Um, for those of you who are younger watching, there's these things they release. Like sometimes they're weekly, sometimes they're monthly. They're on paper. They're called magazines. And um, the latest What's the newspaper, <laughs> the latest TikTok, the latest issue of Whiskey Advocate is really bourbon heavy. And there's some good stuff in there. There's a um, pretty big interview with auction houses and what the trends they're seeing. And it was shocking. They talked about uh, Garrison and Whistlepig early editions all starting to vault price wise in auction houses. Whistlepig, but I send it back. But if you're looking for those bourbons, for those of you who want to make some money down the road, they're mm -hmm. you know, those are the ones they're saying are are kind of climbing right now. But it was it I think once a year maybe they do an episode that's pretty or an episode, an issue that's pretty bourbon heavy. And this one is it's got a feature on all the new distilleries like Bardstown, like Wild uh like Wilderness Trail. Mm -hmm. um, so it's favorite. It's 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 I like a wilderness trail. Yeah, I do too. It's a good read with some some information. There's some stuff in there that everybody who reads it will already know. You know, Pappy's expensive, so on and so forth. But um, I, I thought it was a pretty good issue. What What's the name of the magazine again? Whiskey Advocate. 
Whiskey Advocate. And a magazine is printed on paper, which comes from trees, and it's got some glossiness to it. Just some people may not know what the magazine lots is. Of, lots of ads, very pretty pictures of mm. liquor, those kind of things. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, it was kind of interesting listening, uh, reading about the auction house guys who do this for a living and what they're seeing. Wow. And it also talked about how um, they're seeing for the first time ever, percentage-wise, bourbons outpacing scotches at auction. Mm. Oh, well. As they should. Sorry, Scotch. <laughs> Jack Daniels Coy Hill closed at 650 for this weekend's unicorn auction. I Ooh, want one of those bottles so bad. If anyone yeah. can get me a Coy Hill bottle this year, let me know. I'm not paying 650. I can get you one for but... 650. Yeah, sounds great. But I would love one of those. Oh my gosh. I love Jack Daniels last year release. So I can only imagine a hazmat release of bourbon this year. Come on. It's probably not as good if we're being honest. I don't know. You that. like Ryan? Neither do you. You like Ryan more. I'm just saying. I got to continue the collection. Um, we will review Wild Turkey One. Elliot will on not Thursday. Unfortunately, his Brandon bottle is not here yet. Blew it. Sorry. We had Elliot come on for well, one we want to do a Friends Month in December. We're not quite there yes. yet, but we want to finish up Wild Turkey. Uh, month in November yeah. and none January of that. is enemy month. And Elliot so is here joining us in November without turkey. And that is my fault. Sorry, Elliot. No, as we went over, I read the text message string. It was definitely not your fault. Just uh, <laughs> it, it what's was a to go around. What's most important is will Brendan, Brendan, were you back up at campus next? I don't know. Hopefully Never. tomorrow to try to find your freaking samples. Hello. Should I try it, Elliot? Do you think the door would be unlocked? Should I try try to go in there and, and check it out? Text me and I will walk up with you and we'll go on a scavenger hunt. Okay. Oh, yes. I'm going to waste more of Elliot's time on something that's probably not going to work out for him. We yes. If we don't find a box of samples, we'll definitely find a box of Chick-fil-A that's been sitting there for three and a half weeks. That'll be your punishment. Give me another cookie, Brendan. Brendan, did you tell everybody how you tried to claim unclaimed Chick-fil-A boxes in the press box? When it I was wasn't unclaimed. Yes. Matt Mercer yes, of was the Orlando you. Sentinel gave it to me. He said, you can have <laughs> he mine. He wasn't even in town. It was on his table. I asked him if he could have it, and it was in his area. It was claimed. All I'm saying is kick Brendan out of the press box. Put me in there. I will remember <laughs> every sample you give me. I'll also talk about sports. Please don't I'm a big sports guy. I know. <laughs> If I have to, I told Brendan earlier this week, if I have to see him, Zach, me, and 24-7 all tweet the exact same tweet within three seconds of each other again, I may pull one of their credentials. To be fair, pull I was sleeping. That's how, you get, that's how you get it in the Google AMP, Elliot. I'm telling you. Well, you know what? We'll have a little conversation. Double fries, no slaw, needs a second media pass. Take yeah, one ben, from 24-7. Ben I said, just second. submit I my need... name. And I was like, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> Put me I was like, in I there, think knows who you are. <laughs> Put me in, coach. I'm well, ready to play today. <laughs> um, all right, Elliot. Thanks for hanging out. Yes, Happy you. Hanukkah. Hopefully, thanks, I, all. Uh, I would love to come back for be the only guy to go on Friends Month and Enemies Month. 
That's Ooh, right. Let's do it. Of villains, baby. You're invited. <laughs> we, we send you only samples of finished whiskey that you have to drink. <laughs> if you, can, if you get me a sample that, that Thomas S. Moore Chardonnay finish, I'd be <laughs> Rose Penelope. Well, that's there been on goes. sale perpetually at ABC. It must be awful. No, I thought they had non-finished versions of Thomas S. Moore too, which I was wow. willing to try, but I all I can see is Chardonnay port and i can't remember what the other one just is. wait one. just wait for enemies month you'll get it <laughs> can't wait bye Elliot. all thank right you cool for Here's joining us yes thanks buddy thank you bye all take care i'm trying to leave my- <laughs> he got it i don't know if i kicked him or if he left or what but yeah. um all right cool that's pretty much it we could have closed up with him on but we'll uh we'll jump into uh some more fun stuff after this, after we stop recording. But thanks for those that hung out. Thanks for those that listened all the way through. A little yes, bit thank you. An episode tonight, but uh, thanks, Jake. Thanks for hanging fun. out with us, Jason, Jennifer. Yeah. You guys are great, Jake. All the the J trio here tonight. Um, Jake cubed. No, wait, what's three? Oh my. For God. myself. Hey, no, one more thing. If you have myself. our page, check out the rapid reviews that we're doing. Lots of fun. We're shouting out some yeah. local store picks. Really, really yes. cool stuff. We're enjoying them. Yes. These get long-winded. They're long conversations. Those are like six to seven-minute episodes. Quick thoughts on a whiskey, and then we get out. So lots of fun. Go check those out. Rapid reviews on all of our pages. They end up everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, YouTube, wherever we are, they are as well. Guys, see you guys on Thursday when we review Wild Turkey 1. Excited about that. You guys have a great night. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. Down, dig it 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 down.